For the mind disturbed, the still beauty of dawn is nature's finest balm. Good morning, everybody. I am going to ask your forgiveness on, uh, whoops. Here's Cody. See you, Cody. Have a good day. Um, I'm going to ask your forgiveness on this episode of the podcast today because I really did not prepare uh, for an episode in the manner in which I normally do. And I'm okay with that. I, I actually prepared for the times when I would not be prepared. And this is one of those times where I am not prepared. For those of you who may have never listened to the show before, I may potentially be sounding a little funny. Um, And it is because I had a seizure yesterday. I have epilepsy and I spent a lot of time yesterday sleeping, a lot of time last night sleeping, and I woke up late. Um, I woke up at my normal 4.30 a.m., although I believe when I went to turn off the alarm, I actually turned it on. So. I decided to go back to bed when my alarm went off. But nevertheless, let's get into an episode of Deeper Talk, shall we? Normally I spend this time going down the driveway, expanding on what Deeper Talk is, and I failed to do that today. So what is Deeper Talk? Uh, The Deeper Talk deck is an expansion of the original icebreaker deck. Now each of these 150 prompts will help you get to know people on a deeper level, have more interesting and meaningful conversations with people, and elevate your communication skills. Now there are six categories in this deck. Courage, belief, life lessons, self-awareness, dreams, and exposed. So let's take a look at one of these yellow deck questions. Life lessons. If you were given a year to live, what would you stop doing? What would you start? Well, that's an interesting question. If you were given a year to live, what would you stop doing and what would you start? See, I like these questions because it gets me thinking and talking, even on these days where I don't talk too well. It gets me thinking and talking about topics and subjects that I normally wouldn't talk about or think about otherwise. I mean, when was the last time you thought about having a year to live and how you would spend that year if that were the case? Um... I don't know 
I don't know. If you were given a year to live, what would you stop doing and what would you start? Okay. The first the first question is what would you stop doing? I would stop going to work. All right? Um Yeah, eventually maybe I would I, you know, but that's probably what I would do because I understand that my day job is important and that it gives me the opportunity to earn money that I need to live my life. Now, if I were ever presented with a situation like this where the life in which I was leading was shortened somehow well, the money to the money to live said life all of a sudden became significantly less important. I would probably reach out to people who received news of a terminal illness and had a certain amount of time to live and I would talk with them and I would interview them and I would get ideas from them because I respect people who have walked in my shoes because there's not a lot of people that I know who have walked in my shoes um, you know we all have our little things that make us unique and individual children of God, if you will. But there's a lot of people who have opinions on this question who have never been in there, in that situation before. And, you know, while I value people's opinions on different subject matter when there's a question or a, a topic that really is going to impact me personally I want to find people who have experienced that same thing and I think that would be something wise I think it would be wise to Excuse me. I think it would be wise to connect with other people who have who have been there, done that, and got the T-shirt, so to speak. Um, there's a second part to that question of. What would you start? What would you stop doing and what would you start? In all honesty, I think I'm at a point right now in life 
that I'm not really seeking to make any major changes. What would I start doing? I don't know. And sometimes I wonder if, you know, these questions in this way are presented in life to us. To get us thinking about things that we normally don't think about. Podcasts, the topics contained therein, the way in which we listen to them, and subsequently the questions we ask ourselves that stem from the content we consume. I think that this is maybe one of the best questions that you could ask yourself. If you were given a year to live, what would you stop doing and what would you start? Now, I got the Steeper Talk deck for a couple of reasons. I got it for instances like this on podcast mornings where I wasn't entirely prepared due to whatever reason. I also got these so I could bring them with me on the occasional date night and have some deep, meaningful conversation about things that we normally wouldn't otherwise. And it's a success. These cards are serving the exact purpose that I thought they would. So, my friends, the question I'd like to ask you is the very same question I've been talking about this whole morning here. If you were given a year to live, what would you stop doing and why? And what would you start? A year seems like a long time, but at the same time, it's not a very long time at all. And it may seem almost like a morbid thought, too. What are we going to... What are we going to do with our lives if we were given a year to live? What would we stop doing and what would we start? Yeah, I would definitely stop. I would stop going to work. The day job that I used to think was a dream job once has just become a job and 
one, quite frankly, that I only enjoy when I work by myself or with young, innocent Samantha. And even the current dynamic with where I work may be in the process of changing. We'll have to see how this season shakes out, but... If it did turn out that I had a year to live, what I would stop doing, what would I start? If I didn't have the opportunity to talk to other people and get in order to gain insight on this topic, I would stop doing everything necessary that required me to work in order to earn dollars and I would do everything necessary to work for free give back I get a lot out of the church and the volunteer organizations that I work with it helps me feel as though I'm living a better life giving back and lifting up others in my community. It's um, it's something that makes me proud. And I don't know. I, I, I like to encourage everyone to do that. Try it. Focus less on the money. Focus more on what we have to do to give it away, to keep it. But, for those of us who aren't in that current situation, some of us may need to focus on the money and focus on the day job and focus on the hustle and the grind and everything else to get out of the debt that burdens us so. And you can do it. I'm confident that you can, but what it takes is tremendous amount of sacrifice and change in the way we live, the habits we have, the way in which we do things with other people. It's tough. But once you've reached that, that point, that goal, there's no turning back. Oops. And... Um, was going to go to church this morning to sign the checks but it looks like no one is there yet and I probably I considered reaching out to the church this morning or to the officer there because I wasn't entirely sure if she was going to be back and 
I should have done that because it looks like she is not and I wasted a trip here this morning. That's mildly, mildly aggravating, but it is what it is. Sometimes And sometimes we just have to accept that that is how it is. All right, all. Well, I'm feeling a little bit distracted now since my plans this morning seem to have changed around a little bit from what I thought they were to what they've now become. And with that said, I feel as though I'm talking without much impediment, but it I'm not going to lie, my tongue is swollen and um, it's healing. And I'm looking forward to the next two days of not podcasting and not talking as much. And resting a little bit more. So stay strong, everyone, regardless of who you are, what you're dealing with, and where you are. you got this. Whatever happens on life's terms, never let it bring you down. All right. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. If you like what you've heard and would like to support the show in some way, shape, or form, uh, you can definitely do that by joining the community of people over at t.me slash allaroundgrowth. We've got a small but vibrant community on Telegram, and I'd like to invite you to participate in that with us. And that's it. Today's Friday. I hope you have a great day, everyone. Telegram's the best place for us. And also, if you like the show, uh, on your podcast player of choice, and if you could do so specifically on iTunes as well, that would be great. Leave a five-star rating or even a written review if you like, and um, that would be incredibly helpful. So we will check in with you the next time, everyone. Again, many thanks for listening. I appreciate all your support. And um, I don't know her name, but I know her from the Hotep Nation community. Darling Delisa or something like that is her handle. She was nice enough to give me some props yesterday, give me a shout out and spread the word about the seizure that I had. And, you know, when I've got strangers reaching out to me and spreading the word, trying to lift me up and support me, that means a lot. And whether you're doing it because I had a seizure or whether you're doing it because you just support the work I do, I want you to know how much it's appreciated. So thank you very much. 
love each and every one of you out there in the audience. So I, I sincerely appreciate your support, and I look forward to catching up with you on Monday. I hope you have a great weekend, everyone. Take care. Bye-bye.